This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Now I don't have to question where you were last night because I already know what you will say. I already know you'll lie, but I can't be mad at you. Cause there's something that you don't know that when you're gone, I do my own thing and I catch a bone while you're dogging me. When you're out in the club, don't think I'm not. Even when you're out making love, don't think I'm not. When you're feeling good and somebody's spot getting hot, don't stop. Don't think I'm not. Cause I'm out getting mine when you're out in the club. Don't think I'm not. Even when you're out making love, don't think I'm not. When you're feeling good and somebody's spot getting hot, don't stop. Just don't think I'm not. Cause I'm out getting mine. Hello and welcome to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. I must tell y'all this. This need to be Robin Dixon's theme song. When you out in Georgetown, don't think I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I am joined. Y'all know he my Kennedy. Yes. It's my Kennedy from Reality and Comics 2. Come on, new. Come on, promo. Come on, big time. Let's go. Oh, hi, my friend. Oh, my gosh. Kendrick the Tucker. Oh, thank you for having You know, I love being here. I love you. know what we, I, I love when you come we through. We have to talk about the things. Yes. Ooh. We always have to talk about the things. So, yes. Ooh, I'm so glad you are here because I had a whole agenda of us talking about one thing and then because again Kendrick does reality in comics too so he does comics and there's some big name comics mostly DC and uh, Marvel and it seems like DC um yeah they're they're um leading men they they special they they yeah. so special. And here it is. It's y'all, it's the end of January. And sometime in March, um, Shazam 2 is coming out. And so before that, you know, uh-huh. we've had the Ezra Miller, Lord have mercy. Um Child. Uh, we've I had wish I would see that shit in theaters. Black Adam, which Child. I love looking at Dwayne and all of his muscles and his broad <laughs> shoulders and the tat. Black Adam was literally what I've been trying to say Aquaman was. 
It had a lot of shit going on. What the fuck? Oh, girl, what is this movie about? Yeah. What is this? No, shut up. Oh, Charmaine, I'm going to be quiet. Charmaine, I'm going to be quiet because I'm like, <laughs> I I did not ask for my two hours back like I did with WW84. Gal Godot is another Ooh. one. Girl, what the hell? <laughs> um, So now we can add Zachary Levi. I'm sorry. Zachary Pugh. Ooh. Levi is his middle name. Oh. Not his last name. And there are people who are alleging he did that to sound a little bit more, quote unquote, Jewish. I know you lying. I was like, uh, oh, I was like, yeah, because his last name is Pew. <clears throat> like Florence. Yes. Oh. Who it seems very lovely. Yes. Um. So Zachary Levi, who likes to be very old. You know, vocal on the social means. He likes to get <laughs> into the things. So somebody by the name of Lyndon Wood, who girl, who are these? Who are these wild ass white people? Um, had tweeted out, "Do you agree or not that Pfizer is a real danger to the world?" He said, "Hardcore agree," which is funny to your girl. He's like, "Oh, because you know, at this time." Pfizer is one of the makers of the vaccine for yes. COVID. So that's where everybody's mind went. Um, and then people who have been literally, and then he followed up just one example, just one example of what I'm referring to. And he decided to Google link from 2009. We are Ooh. in 2023 I know you about a fraud case brought from the department of justice to Pfizer now, sir, we are in the age of COVID. We're in a cage of like vaccines. And I think they're probably going to come out with another booster in the next few years. Child. I'm sorry, few years, few months. No one is thinking about something from 2009. We try to survive now, child. It's like, girl, what the hell? So the thing about it is, then the thing started coming out. Ooh. Because apparently a few years ago, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's never a good place to be, but okay. So, oh, stop. He was on there. I'm sorry. I have the clip for y'all. If y'all have not seen it, I have the clip. Fun to someone um because this came out as a cool tweet because someone said while everyone is dragging zachary Levi for for this which was his hardcore agree pfizer tweet don't forget he was just one rogan show he was just he said one he meant on he was just on rogan show admiring a transphobe and didn't say a word when rogan misgendered elliot page he is scum and i'm like ooh, scum gasp Ooh, not the people have turned, child. Not, not scum. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, well, hold on. Let me share the sound. That is hilarious to your girl. <clears throat> All right. So I think one of the deepest thinkers that I've ever heard break down like human behavior uh, and I don't know, just an understanding of all that stuff and, and I think good good wisdom along with it is Jordan Peterson. I think if he would be a person that I would trust, I think that guy has a lot of integrity 
And so I would, I would, that would be somebody too. But I also know Jordan has his own things that people have issues with. Like, I get it. Nobody's perfect. We're not going to yeah, find. He's kicked off Twitter right now because he said something about Ellen Page. Yeah. Uh, Elliot. Elliot Page. Yeah. Called her Ellen Page. Like, I think, I think that was the number one thing. The, yeah. the dead naming. Yeah. And it's sad, man. Because again, like, there's a lot of fear and, and pain on, and all that, all the sides of all that too. My know? friend Brian Simpson had a very good thing to say about that. He was like, I, I come to you for like heavy duty intellectual shit. He goes, not for this. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, this is not totally. Thing yeah, this is to like yeah. Why? Yeah, Jordan, don't. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you don't need to get into all that. I mean, look, it's his life. It's his Twitter, or was his Twitter anyway? But that thing is like that transgender thing riles people up, man. That that is one of the ones that riles people up. Like everybody's in favor of everybody doing whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't hurt anybody until it gets to gender and then people start getting weird. They they start thinking it's a mistake. They start thinking, Why are you doing that? They start thinking all kinds of things. Yeah, so that is Zachary Levi on Joseph Rogan. I'm sorry, that's Zachary Peel on Joseph Rogan's show. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Um wait a minute, did you just correct and say Zachary Pew? Yes, I did. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm just sick of, you know what, Mr. <laughs> Mr. See, here's the thing about Zach. So he was on my radar a few years ago when it came to the whole Me Too and friend zoning thing. And when people were trying to explain to him, it's like, he, like, nobody, he's never wrong. It's like, oh, that's your opinion, but you're wrong. I'm like, no, it's kind of dangerous for you to just go, girls didn't like me in high school. They all friend zoned me. Girls that you are attracted to are not required to fuck you, Zachary, or entertain okay. you. And okay. that is the danger when women talk about, sometimes I can't have men friends because they're not really trying to be my friend. They're trying to wear me down like they Steve Urkel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, exactly. I'm like, girl, I've been leaving your um, conventionally handsome ass alone because... I enjoyed Shazam. It's the best DC Universe movie. I said what I said. Um, so I'm Period. trying to leave you alone. And the thing about it is, it's like, girl, just just say you don't want to work. You want to sit there and be like, why can't I say what I want? Because what you're saying is some bullshit, mister. I said what I said. Come on, Candy. It's Come like, on, Candy. Well, what you said is some bullshit. And we've been saying that. I don't understand and i'm not exactly sure why anybody asked james gunn of all people what he thinks it's like now now why why are we asking this person why why are we asking him it's like yeah god why are you asking that yeah this is literally the last person to ask about what do you think about what happened with zachary pew um (laughs) i don't i don't i don't think you should ask James Gunn, and, and but yet y'all did. Yeah. So he said, <clears throat> actors and filmmakers that I work with are going to say things that I agree with and things that I don't agree with. And that's going to happen. I don't have a list of things that somebody should say because of what I think. And you know, I can't be changing my, I can't be changing my plans, girl, what? All the time because an actor <laughs> says something that I don't agree with. 
By the same token, if somebody's doing something morally reprehensible, then that's a different story. We have to take mm-hmm. all that stuff into account. It's a balance. It's a modern world, and it's a different place. That is very milk toast. Like, I mean, they can say what they want. I'm like, if it's egregious, I would say something. But I'm so, so apparently, what Zachary Levi said, hardcore agree, is not according to James Gunn morally reprehensible. Uh-huh. Okay. But again, why the fuck are you asking James Gunn? Yeah, didn't we, you it's know, like, get fired and then rehired because of some uh-huh, about super insensitive tweet. jokes? Yeah. It's like, sir, these aren't fucking jokes. And literally, I'm like, why are y'all asking <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. white men who have done terrible shit to like talk about terrible shit mediocre white men have done. Oops. <laughs> Who, who asked for this? This no is what I want to know. This. It's like the thing about it is, by all accounts, I really wish Zachary Levi, Zachary Pugh would shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, baby, I implore you because now all of a sudden he quiet. I'm surprised mm. he ain't do no live gets. Let me get right. in here and give my live and tell you what I have to do. If you have to give me a 45 minute Instagram live of what the fuck your tweet said, you are failing at communication i don't need you to give me a 45 minutes 45 minute answer why you said this shit Mm -hmm. you had 280 characters you wrote hardcore agree yep you have more (laughs) you had more letters and characters you could have used you could have easily expressed yourself if you're like if you're talking about the thing about them being fraud or like pfizer is dangerous i'm like not the vaccine because a vaccine is getting two people, but yeah, that that scandal they had in two thousand nine—that's where I agree. Do you know how honestly that would have sounded a whole lot different? Right. I was like, sir, Mister. You got to do a whole damn live. That means you either too damn ambiguous or you trying to backtrack now. So which one, one is it? Right, because I'm surprised he ain't done it yet. It's like, yeah, somebody probably like no. Sit down. Do not get back <laughs> on this damn internet. No. It's like, that's a thing. It's like, y'all too late now. I hope y'all, whoever y'all PR people are, I hope they're, I hope you like, let me just slide you like a bonus because, you know, you're going to be working a little bit harder for the mm-hmm. rest up until March. When for DC at least. Cause child. <laughs> it was like, DC, it's like, forget not greenlighting Black Adam 2. You shouldn't. Um, forget <laughs> not because James Gunn said it wasn't that Henry Cavill was fired; he just was not hired. I'm like, sir, what the hell? <laughs> like, like now you you playing? What? You're not just playing an offense. You playing in that job. man's face What are you too. talking about? It, that man made a whole ass announcement. He, like, what is what's had, happening? Didn't we have like two? Did we have one Superman movie or two? No, it was one, and then Justice Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel. I'm sitting here like. But did, wasn't he hired as Superman and he had a contract mm-hmm. and a certain amount of... No? It's not like Marvel? No? <laughs> or do you get um, locked down to eight movies? Right. <laughs> you see? It's like... And right on the curb is they going to be allegedly bringing back Mr. Downey. Sure. What the hell? What is happening? Who knows? I'm the hater! <laughs> I watch what re- I web watch YouTube reality shows, and this guy named Jamal he was getting to an argument, 
Um, and the guy said, you're a hater. And he went, me? I'm a hater. <laughs> then he started to I swear, I love it. It's like, yeah. I'm the hater. I'm the hater too, shit. <laughs> I hate most of this. I read that slate that they announced and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I hate all of this. Okay, but, can you okay, just give girl. me Blade? Give me Blade. Right. I'm like, the thing about it is, is like, no one asked for, for Black Adam except for Dwayne Johnson. Uh-huh. Which, everybody knows me. You know me. I do not require Dwayne Johnson movies to make sense because I really don't care. I just want to look at them. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to ask, I'm like Black Adam is not the top of my rock movies. That said, what the fuck is this? That spot goes to the Scorpion King. Yeah, it's like wait, hold up. How did yeah. he go from I am giving my soul to Anubis and becoming a giant scorpion? Before it's <laughs> like, hello, let's live in the, live by the water. Let's fight and kiss. <laughs> I awkwardly people who are psychics into this. I'm like, girl, what the hell? This right. is like the wildest rebrand ever of a villain. You know what my favorite this uh, y'all take this how you will. It might be shade. It might not be. Ooh. You know what my favorite rock movie is? What? Moana. Ah! But that is I like that one. I'm, t- I'm saying, you know, my I'm cousin t- makes me watch it all the time. I, I can do some Moana. I love now. Moana, but mine is Jumanji. Because I went into mm. it like, this is Robin Williams' thing and how dare you. And then I was like, oh, good. They didn't try to remake exactly. Okay, so this is different. And I'm, it, I liked the turn. Okay. And I thought he was cute in the movie. Jack Black always stands out to me, but that's neither here nor there. You know what? I, uh, You know, during my little health scare, when I was in the mm-hmm. hospital, I was there for mm-hmm. two weeks. I had oh. to, you know, find my pick of movies. I was like, okay, on, child, what I'm gonna watch today. Come on, pick a movies. They didn't have the first Jumanji, so I only got to watch the second one. Oh. And that really tainted me. So I didn't like the second one, but I was like, I have to go back and watch the first one because I feel like that's the one people loved. So I mm. need to go back and watch that one. So I still haven't watched it, but at some point I'm gonna make my way back to it and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I think it's on Disney Plus. So I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch it. Because I think I'm both sure of them are Disney. I think both of them are on there. Right, I think I thought so. so. Okay, yeah, it's like I think so. Right, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So the main event, the reason why we're here, we were already going to talk about Potomac, and then the internet intranetted, and people who have podcasts and paywalls decided <laughs> to let the chopper spray. So if you are like us. We like the Housewives of Potomac. Yes. I'm a, I'm a Merlander. Yes. Most notably, I'm from Baltimore. Uh-huh. Who else is from Baltimore is Robin Dixon and Juan Dixon. Yep. Here's the y'all, thing about y'all this. Y'all Terps. Well, the Terps. Oh, my gosh, girl. I, mm-hmm. I'm a dumbbell mm-hmm. poet. Poet pride. Let me, let me say this, y'all. Robin Dixon is 43. Mm-hmm. I am 41. So, essentially, we are peers. Mm-hmm. So let me just say that as someone who did not keep their ear to the ground to the shooty hoops, I knew the name Juan Dixon. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who the fuck Juan Dixon was. So yep. since high school, college, NBA, everybody knew who that nigga was. <laughs> so if you think that he just started cheating on Robin when they got married and he's in the NBA, <laughs> I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Lord, 
everybody know about Juan Dixon. That don't make him good or bad. That just means he's not faithful. We all kind of knew that. And you know who probably knows that? Robin Dixon. And she probably, to a certain extent, don't care because I have a feeling in between them meeting at 15, 16 years old until like she 43, I think he's 42 or 44. I can't remember if he's older or younger. If mm. you don't think that Robin Dixon got her lick back. Okay. <laughs> I have a bridge in the Bronx to sh to sell you. So, so this came. He's oh, older. Oh, he, oh, he is older. Okay. About one year. Like, just one year. That's what I thought. It's only a year difference. And I couldn't remember who was older. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> so on the show, the Grand Dom of Delusion <laughs> decided to Very much say that. Um, that there's a rumor. She said it to Ashley. She knew what the fuck she was doing. She decided to say it to Ashley that... Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> There's a rumor like Juan has been seen out in Georgetown, which is in DC, which is not that far from Potomac, Maryland, or Bethesda, Maryland, where the wherever the fuck she lives, um, with a blonde woman looks like her. Girl, what? Um, <laughs> and she he just walking around, skipping, going on like nice little cozy dates where they're eating like you know tapas or something. I don't know what the fuck she was alluding to. So she said that, and then Ron was like, "Girl, what the hell are you talking about?" So. So then there was this TikTok that was going around the social meets where mm -hmm. this man said that a person came into his DMs and allegedly told him like, yeah, I was messing around with um Juan. She produced a um hotel folio with his name on it. I don't know why she had it, but that's me. Um, and so then, you know, she was like, we did this. I corresponded with him, this, that, and the third. She ain't tell us what his dick looked like. She ain't say if it curved to the left or to the right. She ain't tell us nothing about how big it or thick or thin it was. She ain't say none of that shit. She ain't say if he had any moles on his stomach. She ain't say none of the shit. She just said, I got a hotel folio. And everybody's like, yep. See, Karen was right. She's not. Um, <laughs> then Kent, uh, Robin and Giselle, who have a podcast called Reasonable Shared Shady, which is very entertaining, by the way. It is. It's very fun. I love they, it. Their, their dynamic is very cute and they work well with each other. They, they just mm -hmm. do. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like, you see people like, like I know people don't necessarily like the Green Eye Bandit because they like calling them Green Eye Bandits, but their chemistry with each other is actually good chemistry. It always has been. Right? I'm the third Green Eye Bandit, so I like them. <laughs> Wait, you might be the fourth because the third one is Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, no. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Mia. <laughs> no, I was going to say Smokey Robinson. Let me tell you something. Oh. <laughs> he got a new album out. And let me tell you something. He is coming for our aunties and great aunties and me moms and mamas and mine panty. Him and that. He is the green eye bandit. I looked at this. I'm like, girl, what? What do you mean Smokey Robinson got to do that? He is like, excuse me. You don't need those panties. Give them to me. See, that's how GTD? Come GTD? <laughs> Not Smokey got the draws. I know oh, that's right. Saying. It's like Smokey <laughs> going like he gonna tear some lady walls down. He's like, I know they Ooh. might not be as they might be a loose, but I will get up in them guts. Like Ooh. you know, they said like, we've never seen Smokey Robinson and Tiny in the same place. I wonder Ooh. if child, I wonder who the real third Green Eye Bandit is. Then so we, we go, I'm Ashley. investigating. That. I'm, I'm, I'm right. adding <laughs> other people that's not even on the show. It's, it's Ashley. <laughs> um, I know she ain't got no green eyes, y'all, but she a bandit nonetheless. So indeed, Robin decided to um discuss on the Patreon the Patreon. 
<laughs> about what happened. <sighs> Let's see. Okay, so yeah, there is there is sound. I thought there was. Okay, so hold please for everybody who's not heard it. I was aware of the situation. First of all, I was aware of the situation mm -hmm. before we filmed season seven. Right. And because this young lady was so pressed to tell me and to tell you, Giselle, yes. I assume she told the whole cast. Right, because she DM'd me. Right, right, right. So all of season seven, I'm just like waiting for somebody to bring it up. Because, <laughs> you know, Karen is good for dry thinking she got some tea. Right. Uh -huh. Or anybody. I mean, like, like it, that's our life. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just ready for it. I'm waiting for it. Um, and so when we're in Mexico and Ashley tells me that Karen, you know, was talking about us and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, this is it. Right. And... She talks about some blonde holding hand, you know, him him holding hands with a blonde and George Santa looks like Karen. I'm like, okay, this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Okay. Right. Whew. So that was, you know, it was kind of comical to me. So then we go down that road. But however, I was already aware of the situation and I expected to talk about it on season seven. Right. Now, the situation when it was presented to me was handled, was discussed, mm -hmm. it was handled. It was something we had to work through, you okay. know. Um, it was not something that it was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, no. However, there are a lot of things that need to be cleared up with what's being said with what allegedly happened, which did not. Okay. So that's that's part of it. So apparently she actually does go a little bit more into um, what actually happened. So that's the funny part about all of this is... Okay. I watched so many people say that Karen was right. She wasn't. Child. <laughs> she wasn't. We're conflating issues. I don't understand why what the correlation is between it because we're talking about an entirely separate instance, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. She is not addressing what happened on the show. She's addressing that TikTok because that exactly. is what she is talking about. She mm -hmm. is not paying Rock Karen and her wig and her loveless sexual <laughs> marriage any heat. She Hello? is talking about the fact that this thing because, and I think it is because now there have been like accusations of rumors and allegations about um, Robin and Juan since literally the first damn season. Yes. Yes. So the thing about this is, is like, yeah, but there was nobody who had physical receipts before. And now she got to talk about it because it's hot. But a part of me is just like, I think it is kind of boss <clears throat> that you are making people pay to hear this story because you put this shit behind a paywall. Uh -huh. Because then people who want to pay $5 to listen to your Patreon to hear you talk about this it's like oh I want to hear the whole story because the people who have listened to the whole episode said yeah that's not what she said she said this there are people who've had like put a few clips out there are people who put out a whole transcript of what the fuck happened so she didn't say that one cheated on her so that was the first thing she didn't say that right it's like he's an idiot for even entertaining her because she did bring up why um, 
why his name is on the folio, which mm-hmm. if you've ever rented a hotel, I've never rented a hotel room for somebody else. But from what I have heard, it, if I'm in the industry, ask me, you know, I'm, I'm on the so corporate side you of things. Can but you can know know. answer this question. Mm-hmm. She said he just rented the room for her. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody pays for another room, wouldn't you put the room occupant's name on the folio? Yeah, so you have uh, the option. You can add them because I know a lot of times, like when I, uh, you know, I, I get a good discount. Don't y'all be trying to ask for it now. Okay, so, um, <laughs> you know, I get some discount. So, you know, uh, my sister sometimes, instead of using a family and friends, she tries to get it in on mine. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll mm. get it for you. I go up there, I check in, and then they like, you know, is there another guest or something like that? Absolutely put her name down because I'm not coming back up here. So, yes, you can put her name down or you can go on about your business. Yes. Okay. Because I think that was the thing where it's like, this is not making sense to me. Mm-hmm. And again, it was very much like, this is not making sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, geez, Louise. So it's like, notwithstanding, the thing that I am starting to get kind of annoyed by mm-hmm. is that just like on Potomac, it's two sides of wrong when it comes to this fandom, our fandom. There's a lot of wrong, two sides of wrong or just conflating and semantics and the, I don't like this person. So guess what? This is what's going to happen. Here's the thing. And that, and again, everybody who knows me, I'm in the Dixon district. I took a leave of absence a few weeks ago. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm disengaging. I disengaged from the hashtag on Twitter for a very good reason. And now I feel like I'm going to disengage from this franchise just for a little Mm -hmm. bit, because this is starting to get on my nerves. This is very Beverly Hills. And I don't like that. It's upsetting me, my homegirl, my home, my homeboy and our dog. We do Mm -hmm. not like this. We will not. Reality TV. You know what I'm realizing? reality tv it feels like a lot of people are like actively trying to make it not fun and i'm like i use it for the fact that it's fun and i feel like the reason the reason why i love the own network shows so much is because i feel like i don't follow like a ton of accounts and like get into the the nastiness the nitty-gritty so like i literally watch them laugh my ass off get my life with the drama and then i go on about my business and I'm starting to do that with my Bravo shows too, because mm-hmm. you see me, I get on social media, I post my memes, and I leave. Okay, I leave, child. I'm not about to do this I'm with out. y'all. I'm like, I can't do it. Two two shows that I won't do it with. I won't do it with you, Potomac fans, and I won't do it with you, New Jersey fans, because y'all are a different oh, breed. Lord have mercy. And I got Man, things to do. Started, child. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Okay. I just, so here's the thing. It's like. Did it clear anything up about the clip? Like the the TikToks? Yeah, maybe. Not really. Me, it's kind of like I'm sitting here like, girl, I don't care. Because here's the thing. All four of the OGs of this franchise, Mm -hmm. they all do the same thing. Yes. They don't ever want to talk about their shit, but they would love to talk about your shit. I'm only lumping it. Robin don't present anybody's tea Mm -hmm. on Front Street. She'll talk about it with you. Like, oh, I heard that. I ain't say nothing. It's like, there's a lot of stuff. It, I think it's very interesting. I'm going to say Robin is not exempt, but she's not as bad as the other three. Because Robin be like, oh, yeah, I heard that years ago. And you're like, wait, you didn't say anything? 
No, because right. she's like, that's not her. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, girl, people tell me shit. It's like, people tell me shit all the time. I, I just don't tell anybody else. I mean, I don't know. Right. So, here's the thing that gets me about Robin saying, I was going to somebody bring it up. Sweetheart. Hi. The person that would have brought it up is your co-host on the podcast. There's no way in hell or Ashley. <laughs> so one of them is your friend. The other one is scared you're going to be her ass. <laughs> Ashley, when Ashley said to Robin, um, Karen, you know how Robin get. Yeah, that's why you ain't gonna fucking cross her. Right. That's why you know you do not. You remember when she was gonna use your forehead to mop the floor of your kangaroo meat restaurant? Yes, popped up over ass. the river and through the woods. So yes. if you and she was like, oh, I was waiting for somebody to bring it up, and it was like, um, girl. <laughs> <laughs> on one Which hand, valid. it's like that's valid because and then if you're like why would you wait for somebody else like please name a housewife that literally walked in hey hi this is the shit that you heard about me girl there's a rumor going on about it. let me just address it mm-hmm. please name me at least one right you will and not find anyone you know what's really weird to me too mm-hmm. the not the, the fans they always respond with everything how I expect them to so that that's not shocking but Mm-hmm. When Chris and Candace responded, I couldn't tell if they were aiming at Robin or at everybody else. Because okay, because I couldn't tell because I was like, well, I thought Robin was the one defending y'all, saying that she didn't think any of this was true. So it sound they didn't put a name on it, so it made me think that like I didn't know if they were aiming at her. And I know that Candace and Robin love each other, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where this is. This is weird. I hope they don't let the, the, you know, I hope the network doesn't let the fans start casting a show. You know how I feel about that. I'm just like, no, if it's working, let it keep working. Don't fall into the fire this person hype because every season we fire everybody on the cast <laughs> and it's too much. We don't need to fire nobody. We're fine. We we don't. I just. <sighs> it's like, I just. <sighs> So the thing about it is, it's like, I hear it. It's like, we get it. Y'all don't like Robin. Mm -hmm. Don't like Giselle. And uh, because she is in proximity to Giselle, she's going to catch a lot of strays. It's funny to me. It's always going to be funny to me that Ashley don't cause catch more strays because of Giselle. It has always kind of drove me like, no, wait a minute. Hold up. Because I've said one Giselle and Karen are very, very much alike, and nobody gives that credit. The other thing Uh is, the messy duo on here is not Giselle and Robin, it's Giselle and Ashley. The first two seasons, (laughs) they were not working together, and it still was a whole lot of mess coming from all sides. Uh Then they jumped cool season three, and all of a sudden, you realize you're playing in this shit. Yes. They did that shit with Wimby. Uh I watched them do it. It's like, yeah, because homegirl, it's like, as much as like, well, she was talking to Robin about it. Yeah, but one, that was edited. And two, who was she sitting at the table talking about Wendy with? Ashley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is her messy counterpart. <laughs> That's her messy tether. Okay? that mm-hmm. They're each other's messy tether. I'm so sorry. And that is not me just saying it from the Dixon District. I am saying Yep. Look, it's like watching raptors. Raptors <laughs> in packs. The raptor that you're like, you are the person with the gun. 
the the raptor looking at you at the front is Giselle. Mm-hmm. One attacking you from the side is Ashley. Mm-hmm. Clever girl. Yep. Clever. Yep. The thing about it's like, girl, y'all not seeing this because one Karen had to know. Why would you say this for the Robin? It's like it's bad enough Karen be bad mouthing Sharice in front of um Ashley and Giselle. Why the hell would you do that? Those are her right. two friends. You stupid. Of course she told her. It's like <laughs> you can pinpoint Giselle. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Ashley told her too. You, yes. y'all, y'all like to give very loose lips in front of her. Mm-hmm. But all of them do the same thing when it comes to their own business. Look over there. Yeah. So yeah. here's the other part of it. Mm-hmm. Candace Dillard Bassett. Okay. Put out a whole tweet thread. Sure. That she should have put out. Because mm-hmm. if you remember at the beginning, because season finale is this upcoming Sunday. Yes. The beginning of this season, we were talking about <clears throat> Chris and either his wandering hands or his wandering Twitter fingers or his wandering DMs. Mm-hmm. That was put on Front Street by Giselle and Ashley. Mm-hmm. They could <laughs> they could not help themselves and trying to damage what damage Chris' reputation. It oh, and because you're a Potomac fan, Kendrick, you know it made me high key laugh when Ray said to Chris, You should apologize to Giselle. I know Raymond <laughs> did not just say that. Not Uncle Ben. I know you lying. Now, wait a minute. Hold up, Raymond. And you (laughs) said, do you think you owe Giselle an apology? You said no. Karen Mm -hmm. called her a broken whore with a hot box that went to Sing Sing last season. And Karen Mm -hmm. said, and I quote, I am not apologizing for that. Mm -hmm. Y'all are the last people I want to talk that I want to hear about decorum from. Right. You're the last. That ain't it, sis. That ain't You're it. The last. You should see. I was right. No, you want Karen. Shut up. However, <laughs> Candace Dillabassa said, "Wow, a thread." Our bosses, Andy, don't work for Bravo. Favorite clapback when we're playing coy about certain aspects of our lives is you're on a reality show about your life. There is an expectation that doing no harm, we show up to this platform as our authentic selves. And while we reserve the right to, while we quote unquote, reserve the right to be judicious about what we share, there is a special brand of audacity attached to individuals who will knowingly bury the lead in exchange for damning and salacious lies that stand to cause irreparable harm to innocent people. It tarnishes the integrity of the premise of our show. It tap dances on the intelligence of the viewership that champion our stories and discover their own parallels in our lives. And when it's not that deep, it simply occludes amusement. Somebody got NBA. It's not entertaining. Okay. It's not interesting. It's whack. Why be open or genuine or authentic when the least of us can rob our viewers of the truth and continually be rewarded for it? What are we doing? And a better question, what are y'all watching? Uh-uh. <sighs> okay girl so let me so here's the thing as somebody we are people who have been watching reality most nobly on bravo for a very long time uh-huh. candace ain't wrong in this so right when i think about the people who are the most authentic on this show it is not the people who started on this show to a certain extent mm. it is robin because you know like the whole nickname Wands roommate that's a nickname right. that people gave because Robin told you. Right. To extent, she did kind of tell you. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. girl. And then people made fun of her for it. So it's like, after all, she's like, girl, Always. So it's kind of like 
if y'all came in, if she came in the door with y'all making fun of her because Ashley, on her own volition, no one told her to do this, decided to go and do a background check on her. Like, girl, who are you to do a background check on anybody? <laughs> about Bank her accounts and everything. Like, yeah. nobody said anything. And I'm, like, and I'm like, why am I? I feel like I'm the only one who remembers when Ashley flat out said, I got Google alerts for everybody on my show. It was um, like, time out. Why you got a Google alert for everybody? Yes. Yeah, she got a Google. First of all, I'm like, I still have never put a Google alert on nobody, but the fact that she got it for no. her all, whole cast is actually kind of interesting to me. I'm like, a layer, kind of a layer. It's like it is kind of hilarious. The name of the show, kind of <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, she's been off, but the people as of late who have been authentically themselves. Are the darker skinned people on this show? Ooh. It's Wendy and Candace. Mia. Well, you know Mia go lie. Mia go lie about anything. Mia's not. <laughs> it's like the thing. If you ask her a question, she gonna answer it. But also, she be lying, y'all. Right. She be ball face. She's lying. the most truthful liar I think we've ever She's seen the on TV. Liar, I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't like Rob Robin. Karen can't even boast that. Right. So I'm sitting here like this is going to be ridiculous because one, now people are adding in the cop in case that people did not read that 15 page draft about um that talks about the actual lawsuit and the actual reason why that boy actually came forward to Juan is because that assistant coach actually put those videos out on the internet and Juan uh-huh. said, Come in here and say, What the fuck is going on? Right. Right. The thing about it is that assistant coach had never put out those videos. That boy would have never told Juan Dixon. He would have mm-hmm. never said anything. That is the part that people are missing. The first thing he said was like it was because of drug use. That right. is what he told. And his parents were like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're going to talk to the coach. No, no, no. Yeah, it's kind of like you could have just said, I just don't want to do it anymore. But now you're right. like, you said something that's going to prick your parents. Like, wait a minute, what do you mean drug use? Right. Drugs? <laughs> I don't smoke cocaine. <laughs> I don't even do hookah, my love. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, why would you do that? So now you bring up the cop in case. I'm like, this is how I know y'all didn't read it. But also the TikToks don't help where it's like, it's conflating. And like, so you're missing that part. Let me just tell mm-hmm. you, this is a man who presents himself as straight. The man also had... I, ideations of unaliving himself because of what that assistant coach did to him. He would have never said anything if that assistant coach didn't put uh-huh. those videos and those pictures out. Just yep. know that. He would have never said anything. Uh-huh. He would have took that to his grave and hopefully yep. it was not closer to his like age. Because still, that boy's only like 21, 20. He's younger than 25. This man. And if was y'all know anything him. about the statistics, you know that nobody is running to tell any of that absolutely so, yeah. not if you've always presented as straight mm-hmm. you're also playing a sport so even if you like even if you were in the closet which he wasn't right he ain't saying shit he was right. never going to say anything no that assistant coach called his bluff and i'm like bad mm-hmm. idea so it's like that's yep. why he went to one y'all could actually yep. do the timeline but that's that's not what this is about right <laughs> the thing about it is it's like there's a there's fallacy on all sides of this coin. Robin, uh-huh. I get it. No one brings their own tea to the table. Not one housewife. Not yep. one. 
Na- oh, but yeah, name one. You know what? I don't know about the um international franchises because they are quote unquote not part of it. I don't think anybody like nobody brings that kind of tea. Oh yeah, by the way, my husband is Chima. None of them do that. Nobody. No. Why would they? It's like, yeah, no. It's like, hello, we would have never known about Ray Ray's taxes if he wasn't in the Washington Post. Karen did not even tell y'all she was moving. Y'all were spending all this time with her in France. She ain't say shit. And she's like, okay, see y'all later. And it's like, wait, where the (laughs) hell is Karen? She moved. She ain't say nothing? No, she didn't. Right. She didn't tell you? No. Karen is like the last person to say, y'all don't tell anybody. I'm like, girl, they are your coworkers. They're not your friends. Y'all not friends. Say that again. We get each other coworkers. I'm like, this is not fun anymore. And it should be fun. Which is why it's so weird to me that Karen is always the one inquiring about Robin's wedding because it's like you don't even you like don't this girl. You like Robin and you think the shit is fake. Exactly. It's weird. Y'all did this whole thing. Show Robin I'm making money. Bitch, ain't you blocked though? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you block her? She blocked you. Y'all don't. Y'all not friends. Why the fuck would she care? That's right. why I was like, why do you think she don't want to have nothing to do with you? But the thing about it is, Karen, you're the same way with Robin. Don't you be asking about my life, because Robin, because Juan is cheating on you. Girl, you fuck a dude named Blue Eyes, allegedly. Right. Ray don't now know if he loves you. I child. guess. He's like, I guess I love her. What you mean? Ma'am, sir, it... mm-hmm. Ra- Karen, your, in- your marriage that's the institution sounds like it's the institution with a conjugal visit law. Yeah. Sounds like everybody can conjugally visit that institution. That's what it's allegedly giving. Yeah. Which is fine. If that's what you want to do, girl, we don't care. Right. Don't we judge other sports. Like, we don't care because let's be very clear. Is it black people? I said it when it comes to this show, Ashley is a self-drag. But let's be very clear. If there was no suit, if there was no blogs about her and Mickey Darby, y'all would never know about it. Right. Nobody <laughs> is going to do this. I'm like, girl, nobody brings their own tea forward. Right. It's like, even with not really, I don't even want to, I'm like, not even really Giselle, because she said Jamal Brown's a cheater, cheater, pumpkin either. Girl, she ain't present nothing we ain't know. We knew that. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to watch the fucking show. Jamal Brown's ex-wife is on this show? Oh, right. Mess. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I just, I, I'm like, the thing about this is like, uh, I'm not surprised by any of this from Juan or Robin, but I'm also not surprised about People who said, how dare you attack my man- marriage, reveling in Robin's ship being attacked. If right. you're like, I don't want somebody to do that to me, I can't condone it and I won't be happy about it. Uh-huh. The only people who really, I'm going to give you a little credence and be like, girl, I'm sorry, I'd really rake you over the coals. Chris and Candace Dillard Bassett. Yep. Chris got every right to lay y'all out. It's like, wait, man, hold up. This started right before season seven. You were waiting for somebody to bring it up. The two messy people that would have brought it up are your friends. They were never going to bring it up. But I think to to give her a flower petal of grace, she probably thought that Karen would have brought that shit up. But Uh Karen brought up something about Georgetown. Girl, that sounds stupid. Also, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> it was like Karen this is the same see this is what happens when you are somebody who makes up stupid excuses when Andy flat out asked why don't you like Giselle it's because she was deaf on my husband I'm like Karen what 
Girl. Why do you, Karen, what the fuck are you talking about? Karen! It's the delusion. It's literally like so many things you could say, and that was that. And then when it came to Sharice, oh, it's because she spoke about my mother's funeral. You ain't like that bitch before that. No, what right. is it? And, <laughs> and he like, didn't say she, nothing while she was there either. So like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why don't you like her? Just say, but don't get on your YouTube months after you finish filming. I don't fuck with her because I don't fuck with her. Bitch, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You ain't said that shit to her face. Right. What you say that to her face? Right. But also, Karen, I can't stand anybody talking to you. See, he gonna text that I sent to Sharice. Time out, homie. Come on. Come on. I don't fuck with her. I don't like her. Why the fuck are you keeping a text from 2018? Right. And you don't like her. Mm-hmm. See, you. It's giving weird. The, their dynamics is weird. And the thing about it is, none of y'all outside of and this and to Wendy and mm-hmm. Mia, Lord Jesus, not really. Not really. <laughs> but Candace and, and Wendy. Y'all literally give half truths and full lies. Uh-huh. It's like, girl, what we don't, I don't care if Juan is going to go find somebody in the holiday and I hope he used a coupon code. You're right. Here's the thing. Robin ain't leaving his ass. No. Because the thing about it is like this is where reality meets reality TV. Everybody knows a fucking Robin Dixon. Uh-huh. Everybody has. Uh, maybe I'm just like because we black. Everybody got that one friend who got <laughs> who's in that relationship with this n- terrible partner. Because this is not just just for women and, and men. Let me just be very clear. There's some men. It's like why the fuck are you still with her? Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody everybody got that one friend that got a terrible partner or significant other. However you want to frame them, and mm-hmm. they're like, girl, let me not say nothing because it don't matter. Like why ain't telling them? It don't matter what I'm gonna say. They gonna stay together. What the fuck? And then right. I'm going to miss out on the baby shower meatballs that she be making every th- Saturday. Because you know they go, they go be good. And go, Sorry, please. Go, it's like, what you want? I'm like, the thick ones. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Come on. It's like, can I come to the baby shower? What? I just want the meatballs. There ain't no meatballs here. Girl, I'm out. Right. <laughs> like the girl, who was that on, ba- uh, on Basketball Wives said, I just want me some outer wedlock baby shower food today. Okay. <laughs> I was like, man, I know that sounds shady, y'all, but the food do be hitting at that baby shower. I don't know mm-hmm. why Show y'all acting like do. she wrong. Show she the hell do. I just, this is not, so I think people are like, oh my God, we're being cheated because why didn't this come up on the season? Because her friend is the messiest person on the show and she ain't bring that shit up. Right. But also, to be fair to Bravo, when Gigi wanted to bring that shit to production about Monique, they said no. Mm-hmm. It was for the season four reunion. Mm-hmm. They didn't let it happen. It didn't come up. So there's a so on one hand, I agree with some of the people who are saying, like, wait a minute, hold up. Why y'all not letting us see it? I'm like, um, I don't know if y'all remember this. The reef from the Beverly Hills Housewives was chased around a pool. Notice. And they were filming. Notice mm-hmm. this never came out on the show. Nope. There's a lot of stuff about Lisa Renna, as much as she talked, that did not come out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We didn't talk about shit. her kids' TikToks and all like that. We didn't talk nope. about none of that. We ain't talking about none of that. There's nope. a lot of shit with um now Joe Gorga, Melissa Gorga, Teresa Judice, that man Ooh. she married, Louis. There's a lot of shit that did not come up. It was like mm-hmm. maybe a quick 15 seconds on a reunion and we ain't never see that shit. Nope. There's a lot of stuff 
that all these house will happen during filming that don't necessarily come up. Right. But also let's talk about the Kenya Moore rule. You film your whole life with us and then decide on the off season to get married <laughs> after you spent years talking about I want like a consistent dick appointment. Yet mm-hmm. that half the wind got married. Um, yeah, you can go. Thank you for your yep. services. Mm-hmm. They brought her ass back for obvious reasons. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want Robert Dixon falling to the Kenyan, like literally having to be like ceremoniously removed. Ceremonial, mm-hmm. yeah, ceremoniously removed because of the Kenya Moore rule. Right. That I've just named it Kenya Moore. Cause I'm like, yeah, what you're not gonna do. So there is a there's an Adrian Maloof rule, which is if you do not come to the reunion. You're fired. Bye-bye. You're not coming back next season. Mm-hmm. The only person who did, who um, usurped that rule was Jacqueline Rita is because they were filming the other season while the reunion was being aired, which is like, girl, what the hell? So they mm-hmm. they, they had no problem with Jacqueline like not coming. It's like, yeah, they're in the middle of filming the next season while y'all doing a reunion for the previous season. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So there's an Adrian Maloof, Maloof rule. There's a Kenya Moore rule. I don't rules. want robin to be to succumb to the kenya moore rule because girl if y'all gonna sit here and say there's a lot of stuff that, like that could have been her storyline y'all made a genie wish with a gin when it comes to robin i want robin activated no 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 y'all needed to be a little bit more specific right because she's been activated all season she's been activated all season and it's like literally um hi uh the stuff that y'all make fun of Robin about is because of the stuff she told you. Right. Why would she give y'all more ammunition? Why would she give you more bullets to, bullets to shoot her with? Right. To a certain extent, I understand it. I don't agree, but I don't need to agree with something to understand something. But also, y'all call her Juan's roommate. You want to know why? Because she told you. Hello? It's like, the thing about it, it's like, it can't be both. She can't give y'all information and then say, why are you giving us more information? For y'all to make fun of her? Right. Why you think Karen don't talk about herself? She goes, look over there. Let's talk about Robin. I'm like, um, Karen, if you say your marriage is an institution, why are you going after people's <laughs> relationships? You know, the thing that you say Giselle does. Baby, you do it too. If it's an institution, it's Enron. <laughs> okay. okay. That's all I can guess. It's, it's the loony bin. It's the sing sing. <laughs> with a conjugal visit rule. Sure, Adam. Anybody can conjugally visit you, granddom. They could like ring your granddom bell because Ray can barely <laughs> make it upstairs. So he ain't knocking out those walls, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Ray Ray, it did take him a long time to get up them steps. I'm like, look here, give him some ginkgo yeah. biloba, give him half a blue pill. I don't know. <laughs> give him one of them, you know, the uh, I call them the superstar chairs. Give him one of them chairs that go up. You just sit down and it take you right up the stairs. I mean, I I'm, go. I'm gonna have one of them in my house when I get in shape. <laughs> like hold up, be like the silver bullet, the movie the silver yes. bullet where he said like going upstairs. I'm like, so first of all, how y'all got all this money to get this thing to go up the steps? But then your 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 drunk ass brother got to make him a new wheelchair. What the hell? Right. <laughs> so. So Kendrick, what are you? You know, we, you're in a society like I am. I'm in Dixon yes. district. I'm. I don't know. My my contract is coming up. I gotta decide if I want to renew it. 
Yes. Um, so what what are your thoughts about the things? <sighs> so I have lots of thoughts because it's really weird that of all directions this conversation could have went online. The reason why I've barely been on social media is because it's people constantly saying that Karen is vindicated. And I'm like, are we talking about the same? Like, what are we talking about right now? Because I thought we were addressing the TikTok, not the stupid shit that Karen said. I thought we all knew that was a joke that she's talking about on the show. Like, what are we talking the, the drawing and they're like, none of that was serious. Okay. The mug shot they drew, uh, law and order, the picture they put up, none of that. So it's weird to me that this is the direction that this is taking. And if that's what she chose to address, then I, it makes sense to me it would be on the podcast because one, they're done filming. And then two, it just came out now. And y'all want to bring up everything else. So like what y'all choose to bring up is what we're going to talk about on the show. Correct. That's the case with everybody. Look, you can't blame her if her team is better at it than your team. <laughs> like Definitely. we're on teams. Okay. So you, you know how it is. You can't blame her if y'all didn't get all the tea ahead of time. Cause had y'all brought it up, they would have had to discuss it, but that wasn't the case. So I don't get that anger. I think that I'm ready to see the reunion. I'm ready to see what all gets addressed. I'm ready to see, I don't know. I'm ready for it to wrap up. It has been a great season. I'm ready for it to be kind of over now because we're doing a lot online. And I can't have I cannot have this in Jersey airing at the same time because that's gonna be what that's gonna be too much for me to handle. And I i I'm not gonna handle it. I I it's like I'm not. Yeah, I reunion me, please, at this point. Yeah. Um, because you know, based on what um Candace said the person that's going to be in the hot seat is Mia at this reunion because we're going to like reunion really should be recapping what happened on the show yes I do not blame Chris Bassett for going uh, when it comes to this this had, it didn't happen on the show but Chris Bassett going are y'all fucking kidding me he's mm -hmm. the one who should be upset Candace should mm -hmm. be the one upset because I swear y'all made this shit up because y'all didn't want to talk about this. Like the thing about it is we had no idea this was out here. So I can understand the frustration. I'm like, wait a minute, Giselle knew this. If this was Wendy, she would have brought this shit up. Yep. If this is happening, well, she kind of did. Like mm -hmm. it was like whispers. And the thing about this, let's be very clear. This started like right before the season six reunion Um, <clears throat> started by a um, allegedly a um, online blog that was fun, that's friends with the bird lady. This oh. started at the reunion. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, she had no problem dragging other people because this was also allegedly the blog that wanted to call CPS on Bronwyn. Oh. And said she was going to. I know you. Okay, yep. I'm like, mm -hmm. if not okay, it's not cool. Also, you're not in California. Right. Because <laughs> I want to know what came with that call. It was like, why would you do something like that? Yeah. So the thing about it is it can't be like girls out that we need to talk about it. I think what leans to Giselle not talking about it with her friend Robert is because this necessarily did not hit the blogs before season mm -hmm. seven. It didn't. Right. So it's kind of like oh okay. When she said I was waiting for somebody to bring it up she was waiting for Karen to bring it up. But Karen right. brought out some weird ass story about he wanted me and then he pushed me so much my breast went to my back. Ma'am, shut up. <laughs> I 
and what y'all should be excited about is this is great season eight material. So Child, just let me count tell your you blessings. Something. So but the whispers passed. have been like, who need to come back? Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Robin would be a phenomenal friend of. Mm, you think she's going to get knocked down? I wouldn't blame her if she chooses to. But okay, it seems like in the friends of that's if they were from full time to friend of that's Bravo's decision because it mm-hmm. happened with Tamara, with Vicky, with Jackie. Mm-hmm. Friend of is their choice. I don't think they can go like you know I don't have a problem. They may right. be able to leave and come back as friend of like Cynthia is allegedly for Atlanta. Right. So we need to cut down this cast. This is who needs to stay: Candace, okay. Wendy. <clears throat> Out of the two, Ashley and Giselle. Now, the reason I'm saying Giselle is because she is a face of the franchise. You got to keep her, unfortunately. If you keep Giselle, that means Robin can be a friend of. Uh If you just keep Karen, that is a mistake. (laughs) She is nobody's friend on that show. Because now we're seeing the cracks with her and Mia. So I'm like, (laughs) she... She's nobody's friend. So it's like, and that's and that's by design because I'm like, sometimes you got to have boundaries with people you work with. Uh-huh. And I can see why you have boundaries with these folks. So it's like, if you can't. I also didn't what? watch that spinoff. So <laughs> I don't think Karen can. <laughs> A lot of people didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, no, we saw the numbers. So yeah. We saw y'all the numbers. Just... And it was like, nobody was really talking about it. I'm like, we love the Grand Dom. Why the fuck y'all ain't watched that two part special? Right. Not even spin mm-hmm. off a, a two part special. Mm-hmm. If you keep Giselle, you can make Robin friend of. If you keep Ashley, you can make Robin friend of. Mm-hmm. See how that works. Mm-hmm. Robin can be friend of. She'd be a great of friend of. If you make Karen friend of, that's fine. Because I would say, and this is wild of me to say, <laughs> you can keep Mia. Karen can mm. be friend of to Mia, mm. even though they're not friends. I think that I I personally think I think all seven should come back. Mm. I think this is a good cast. I'm not bored with it yet. I I think that a lot of people before yesterday, then of course their whole opinion about everything they've seen this season just changed. But mm-hmm. everyone was absolutely going up, loving this season before that. So I think that the cast has it like to make TV. I think that we're really starting to get like some deep rooted kind of BS between people too. So like, I don't know if there is a relationship that can be built again, if there are ones that, you know, I'm interested to see what happens with Mia and Wendy since they seem to like each other now, but we know that probably won't last too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested in all of that. If, you know, of course I, Karen, I can always do with or without. I'm just, I'm not a LaDom. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not because I've been watching from the beginning. So like, I've always kind of leaned to one side more so than the other one. I'm a, But if all seven get invited back, I'm more than fine with that. But if Karen is back, they need to have Sharice back because this is the most activated we've seen Karen in God knows how long. So she needs Sharice to push her button so she can actually be there. Let me tell you. So shout out <laughs> to my buddy, Amber. That mm-hmm. said, and this was last week. She's like, what you said happened is going to happen. Because I said this last season. What we are seeing mm-hmm. is that y'all are carving out a road for Sharice to come back. She is friends yep. with Giselle, Robin, mm-hmm. Candace, and Ashley. And 
her and Karen don't fuck with each other. So if Sharice come back, she gonna knock her off her rocker. And that's exactly what she did to her. Yep. It's like, girl, Karen, you look crazy as hell yelling. Just say you don't like her and be like, girl, grand doms don't have to lie. Right. I wish the hell I would lie. Like, why you don't like Sharice? Because I fucking don't. Anyway, pass me the potatoes. Girl, I ain't having a conversation <laughs> with you. I will not get off my chariot to throw tomatoes, throw tomatoes with, you, with you, sweetheart. And that is how you should have paid it. But Karen did not. I'm like, Karen, that's the thing. She's like, oh, we cool, we fine. No, we're not, Karen. Just be honest. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like that whole like Robin all of a sudden calling her fake. No, she didn't. She's been calling her fake since literally season one. Right. <laughs> Came to a head during season hey, three. We've seen oh, this hello. for the longest. And she was like me. But y'all tuned in for the fight, so y'all don't know the history of this show. Sorry. Exactly. You need to go back to season two and see that whole when Sharice and Giselle were at odds. Robin came over to Karen's house. She's like, this is the first time I've ever been just me and Karen by ourselves. They were not friends. They were both. Right. Well, Robin was friends with Sharice. Karen was friendly with Sharice. Right. Karen was friends with Sharice's friend, Paul Wharton. That's mm-hmm. how she got on the show. Mm-hmm. Paul Wharton is the reason why he's there. You're welcome. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> he is a lovely person, by the way. Paul Wharton is just a wonderful person and he's beautiful and he smells good. Yeah, you've met him. He's nice. He's very nice. And he's tall. Oh, I good. love him. He is so funny. He is funny. Good. Um, but I've also nice met Sharice. She is very nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's what I hear all the time, too. It's like she's very nice. So the thing about it is when it came, she came over there, they were playing pool, and Robin was just like, I'm not picking a side. It's like, cause what Rob what Giselle had did to her. She's like, that was all up here. That was so wrong. Then when they were at tea where Monique was rapping, Karen decided to go. Yeah, because this is what Robin said. Robin said, this is like, Robin, you need to pick a side. You know, where does your loyalty lie? It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I ain't never have no conversation with you because you're right. part of the group. To then fast forward and tell Monique and Candace, I'm sorry, Candace, that I can't pick a side and until Mia and Wendy, I can't be, I got to be neutral. Bitch, where does your loyalty lie? Yeah. I was like, that's all like, why y'all giving Karen all of this? This is all I'm like, this is bad. Why do I know all of this? I'm like, this is why I'm like, this is why I couldn't go like Candace is the worst person on the show. She got into everybody. Nope. That was Ashley. She's uh-huh. gotten into it with every single person, past and present, full-time housewife on this show. Yep. Every single one of them. Yep. You will not find one that she has not gotten into it with. Some she had gotten cool with a lot of them, but they got her and Giselle were on opposite ends of the messy um spectrum. Then they got mm-hmm. cool and all of a sudden started working together. There we go. See how that worked. <laughs> but y'all, I I feel like again, so it was so funny. I was on with Taria. Someone said, Where the part one of your thing, Taria? It's on my show. I feel like we're doing part one and part two. This is not part one and part two. Yeah. Kendrick is coming back. Because, you know, the reunion's coming. Love and Marriage uh-huh. DC, which, baby. We about to talk about it. Baby. Yes. I am a snowflake. I know that. Yes. I, I I don't do teams. It's very situational because I'm an old lady. I'm in my 40s now. You like I the nuance. Get, I like the nuance. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can like you in a situation. I, I can't be like, I mean, I hate this person, but they got a point. Girl, I'm too old for this shit. 
<laughs> but let me just tell you, the ladies on Love and Marriage DC, I like them. I like mm -hmm. Ashley. I like I love Arena. I just I'm like, yes. can you adopt me? Forget little Jamie. Can you adopt me? Give me an extra hundred dollars a week because I'm working. Yes. And Jamie on Twitter is he is so damn funny. He retired. Yes. Girl, get out of here. <laughs> it's like y'all in trouble. Jamie ain't got no job. He had right. a job before. Oh hell. He read like, it. Let me tell you something. And I love winter. And I will say, hottest of takes, this is a whole different show, season two. It feels like an actual Absolutely. ensemble. Well, you brought a bird, lady. I was gonna ask you. Mm. So this is a this show is way better now, right? I'm just saying it's it's, it's it mm. feels different, but you know what? Those Carlos, we'll talk about it on my podcast, but those Carlos King shows, Honey. they use season one to, to rope you in, but then they figure it out and then they get you hooked with that. Like, Damn it. Now I got to complete this show. Yep. That's why I have a 75 episode last season of um, Huntsville and I watched all 75 episodes. Right. It's exactly why season one of Bell Collective was great, but season two was everything I needed. Mm. I wish that reunion was. Oh, you ain't like I the, love the bells. drama of it all. <laughs> I love my bells. Ring a ling, ling a ling. I love my girls. I love them. I love all yeah. of them. I wanted more at that reunion. I needed another part because I need the Marie. Yeah, we need Marie. Ashes. Yeah, I love Marie. I need her to dig in some ashes. Yeah. They they lady because they, they started no babies getting on my nerves. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. -uh. <laughs> They started the reunion off playing Marie because they said that she looked like George, a black George Washington, I think, and they put okay. that side by side. I said, I'm like, you know I'm what? gonna leave my girl Marie Bye. alone. That is my boo thing. <laughs> you gonna leave Marie alone? Oh, I can't. I'm like, that's it. I also want some bells, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, ugh. I'm like, I do. But y'all, <laughs> before we get out of here, of course, Kendrick, thank you for being here. Of Y'all don't know. Y'all don't see. He is in his backdrop with his glasses. I said, bitch. Yes. Come Look, on. I had to go and I had to go and do my my treatment before I came. Over. I had to wash my face, my my milk wash, and then I had to do my oh, serum. I said, oh, let me protect your eyes, honey. Yeah. Skin <laughs> routine. But no, please we... tell everybody how they can follow you, your show, buy you a cup of coffee. Like yes. talk about your big old big time ass. Go ahead. Shoot your shit. Oh, first of all, thank you for having me. You know, I love being here. Y'all, Stephanie will be on my show. I think by the time y'all hear this, she will have already been on mine. So go over to my show, Reality and Comics 2. We're going to talk about a couple of things, okay? Including Love and Marriage, uh, not Huntsville, child, DC. It's going to be a good time because we like, we, we got some things to talk about, okay? Follow me, find me on there, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, either search Kendrick Tucker or search Reality and Comics 2. Buy me a coffee at www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics, the number two, because they said my name was too damn long. Follow me on Instagram at realitycomics2, that's T-O-O. -O. Come for the podcast, stay for the ridiculous memes. Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, say if y'all are not following him on Instagram, y'all are missing out. Cause I'll be like, Kendrick, please leave me alone. My soul needs to stay in my body. It can't. When you be like, I'm like, damn it, he got new memes today. <laughs> damn, damn it. Between you and your memes and Taria's videos, I'm like, ma'am, leave me the hell alone. Yes. Leave yes. me alone. Okay. 
But y'all, this has been a Mocha Men's Podcast. I will be back. Bye! And white people say over black Americans. I know why they say that. Because I've been in them rooms when they're saying that. When I kick it with black people and they're like, all white people are racist. Hmm. I know why you're saying that. All the while, I have the privilege and luxury of not having generational trauma because my parents were born in Nigeria. So, man, my method is removing some of the sting um, because I don't have that sting and trying to deliver a message in a manner that people can receive it. Primarily, white people. Okay. Let me tell you why what you just said offends me. Okay. All right. First of all, there are a couple of things. I grew up South Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, all my classmates were white. I was in the gifted program. All of my classmates were white from the beginning. McKinley High School, gifted program. McKinley High, 80% black school. Gifted program, all white. Vans in the class with them. Vans in the class, vans playing basketball and sports and everything else with the black kids. Mama from South Baton Rouge, all of that. I understand the being pulled between two worlds. I understand the having the insight into two worlds. You saying that you don't have generational trauma and you didn't mean it this way, but the reason, and it's, I have to name it. You saying that you don't have any generational trauma in some way meaning or that in some way meaning that your delivery method to white people is going to be either more effective or more sanitized is to me dangerous. And let me tell you why. Everybody that you just named and what you're talking about does what they do in different ways. I don't think that any of the things that they do are necessarily harmful. But what I could say is a black man, a prominent one, acting as an emotional butler for white people and serving them the most milk toast, unspicy, unseasoned brand of racial discourse and accountability possible could definitely be harmful because of what it does. I saw it, I saw episodes where you were on there with Matthew McConaughey and Matthew McConaughey out and out said, when will Black Lives Matter end? He goes, well, when is it going to be time for it to be over? But that's an outrageous question to ask at the time that he's sitting down with you. And it's an, it's an outrageous question to posit when we're going to be able to say all lives matter after everyone just watched George Floyd get his head blown off. I watched you also sit down with the police. Did you in say the, my response? In, in, the, in the conversation with the police that I watched you have, there was nothing tangible that addressed the systemic issues of policing that lead to unfair and deadly outcomes all over the country. It was about whether or not the police liked back black people, whether or not they were nice to black people. And even as I wrote it down, the police are human too. Emmanuel, who gives a fuck? Like we're fighting for our lives. And to me, having a conversation like that at that particular time, it's not that it's a different method. Everybody has a different method. Is that it's the wrong method is that it gives cover for a lot of the issues that you're supposed to be discussing. Roger Goodell's on the show. I watched the whole interview with Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell is talking about Colin Kaepernick in the past tense. Colin Kaepernick right now is fighting to get back in the NFL. If the NFL cared 
about Colin Kaepernick or what was going on in his life, Roger Goodell could be an agent of change now. You get the opportunity to talk to him. And the fact that he's speaking about a man like that in the past tense is just simply never broached. And I'm and when I'm watching it, I know that you have the best of intentions. You're a good guy. My question is, what the fuck is the point of all of this? Is it to make them feel better about all of these things that are going on? Like, for what? Like, why? Like, why would you, why are you talking to someone and there's zero call to action? It's just, now I'm going to go be a better person. It just don't work that way. Is this rhetorical or is it actually a question to be answered? 